have all you want, but don't get between me and the blood wine. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. If this guy was 120 pounds, he was. Wait, was this a child? <laughs> no, it was, it was a full grown man with. Man, facial... are you fighting children? Yeah. No. That's, Just that's let him have the ball pit, goddammit. <laughs> no, Bazinga. <laughs> Fuck you. We've lost Sorry, ben. that was just a reflux. We've lost Ben, I think. We're, we're about to fight you now if you drop yeah. that. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm sitting there, and I've, I, I've had a rough day. Um, once again, my entire career is on the line for a $300 piece of paper. So I'm just like, fuck this noise. I got to come home, and I watched the episode for the show tonight, but I watched it like three weeks ago or some shit. So I've got, I know I need to rewatch or I'm going to forget it. But I'm also hungry, and I don't want to fucking cook because fuck some turkey. And uh, you're eating but, Thanksgiving turkey. Good God, man! Well, That's no, it, it, that ran that ran out this weekend. So I go get some Chick Fil A, and I'm sitting there, and I'm trying, to, and I'm just like, I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to eat my Chick Fil A in peace. Wait a minute. So you ate Chick Fil A despite the fact that they hate you and your can? Yes. So well, hoping, I, hoping they'll I, convert him. <laughs> I, I, I get I get my pickled hate chicken. And um, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm eating my sandwich. And uh, while I'm eating, this family comes in and sits at the booth like directly in front of me, even though they're just like innumerable. Actually, I guess there is a number, but there was, there were, <laughs> there were a plethora, plethora. Of, of open uh See, Would you say I had a plethora of gifts? Yes, F.A. Very yes, much. Yes, F.A. That's so weird that that came up again. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm trying to eat. And I, I got the, uh, the, the Chick-fil-A Deluxe and uh, the, uh, the, the four-count uh, Tinder Meal because I am a fat bastard and I accept this about myself. You tanda, baby. And, and then so I'm eating. And while I'm eating, and while I'm, I'm trying, trying to eat and... And through the whole thing, the, the, the fucking lady right in, like in this, it's like, I'm sitting facing this way and she's facing my way on, you know, in the next, uh, what do you call it? The booth? booth. Yeah. The booth, John Wilkes. And so she was just the whole time and just very, very, very loud. And it's just like, I'm just, I'm dying from, and finally I've, I've, because of stress and shit that I'm going through, I've started, you know, like when you mutter something under your breath, I've been getting louder with that to the point that people hear me. <laughs> and what'd you say? I, so I'm doing that more often. And so when I said, Jesus, fucking blow your nose already. <laughs> Wait, her name they, was Jesus? Huh? I said, wait, her name was Jesus? I, I guess. I don't know because she responded because she <laughs> looks up, right? And she looks offended. And her, uh, her beta cuck husband was like, you know, you, you can't talk to my wife like that. And I say, well, somebody should. She needs oh. a more fucking nose. And that's when he stands up and I stand up and he's like, you know, shoulder high in about 120 pounds. He's like, you just need to be nicer. You know, Ben. You realize that when this story started. When this story started, I thought they like took food off your plate or something like that. 
No. You got mad at her for having sinus issues? Yeah, blow your fucking nose. <laughs> but you know this this could have went terribly for you. What if this guy was trained in like some kind of martial oh, arts? Yeah. No, that's the thing is like I'm so pissed off at my life right now, the fact that I could be homeless in a month, that I it's just like, come on, fucking go. Do you want to go? Let's let's go. Where are we going? That sounds so unnatural coming out of your mouth. Do you want to go? Want to go? <laughs> Here, hang on. You and want I to go to the village in and get some pie. Is that what you're saying? Because it's right now. It, it is Wednesday. We, uh-huh. it, it is free pie. Now I'm doubly pissed off because I I was thinking today was Tuesday because of recording, so I I missed out on pie night, and I wouldn't have had the sniffling. Uh, you know. Do you want to go cry it's with just, me? It's falling down, Ben. <laughs> it, it could be. It could be where it's just like the, the stress is getting falling like, down, Ben. <laughs> which is the only, that is the only movie my best friend Jay from high school ever walked out of. He, he just really. was real. completely, no, he was just completely unimpressed with that movie. I looked at it and was like, that, that's my life. It, that's going to happen someday. To be honest, I've never seen it. But it's good. It's one of those things like it's a it's a cultural sensation. Yeah. To where you know everything about it without ever having experienced it yourself. You it's good. I mean, it's a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I enjoyed it. But uh, no, I, I think I'm at the point now where I'm at Fight Club level where it's just like I want to destroy something beautiful. Okay. But this beta cuck husband was not beautiful. He was Is just Jared Leto coming to town anytime soon. He's just like a, a little hipster bitch. And I was just like, I just, I, I want to hurt you. I, I wanted him to swing. I wanted him to hurt me. So then my, my internal pain would be realized and then I could hurt him. And then the state troopers that are always having dinner there would like arrest us or something. Why Is this going to be one of those Chick-fil-A commercials? Where you guys are sitting on that couch recounting the stories of how you became friends with the Chick-fil-A staff. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen those. Those are Uh, good. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) I have to look those up after this. No, you don't. Okay. (laughs) They're not that good. Yeah. Well, happier news. uh, My daughter came to Thanksgiving and then after everybody went home, she, you know, she stayed over and helped me uh, clean up and stuff. That's nice. But uh, she had never watched uh, Tombstone. And so nice. we watched Tombstone together and she, I forgot that she gets very emotionally involved with characters. Like she routinely comes to me crying because an anime character died in a show that she's watching or something or, Aww. or somebody breaks up in a show. So when the doc holidays, doc holidays at the sanatorium, uh-huh. it, I wasn't thinking about it. And then all of a sudden I hear the, you know, she's laying on the couch and I'm in my recliner and she's like, <laughs> And it's so sad, and he's going to die, and his best friend. I'm like, oh my Jesus! Just what about when the actor died? Did she cry then too? What was what's that guy's name? Oh no, uh, Billy Zane. no, no feelings for Billy Zane. No, Val Kilmer, boy, the and her whole thing was like, well, it would have been better if if he died in a gunfight because that was his life. And, yeah, well, they and, they wanted to keep yeah. some historical accuracy. Yeah. I was like, you can't. Oh, Not that's a whole her. lot, but some. I was like, it's based <laughs> on a true story. You can't change that. And then she started crying worse. She's like, you mean he really died? I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, that was yeah. like 150 years ago. <laughs> I'm down. Jeez. There's no cars around. You don't see anybody with a smartphone, do you? <laughs> did, she, did she cry again at the end when they put the text on the screen saying how Wyatt Earp died? No. How did Wyatt well, Earp That part die? always gets me. When they talk about like the, the oh, yeah. movie stars that like 
went to his funeral. Oh yeah, and Tom Hicks was one of the pallbearers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just, and well, then though, after this though, she's then like, just became like completely obsessed with anything Kurt Russell. Which is cool. All right. Yeah. And so she's like, I, I, we, we have to watch Stargate. Right. So I'm one. like, yeah, I, I was like, yeah, I got that. Go ahead and, you know, bring it up and I'll, you know, go get my pajamas on or whatever. I was getting ready for bed because by now it's getting kind of late and I'm washing dishes. So I'm, I'm trying to get ready for bed. And then I come back and she's got SG1, the, the series. And I'm like, well, okay, it's the pilot episode of SG1. Good, but I'm like, that's not the movie. Don't hold your breath waiting for Kurt Russell to show up. <laughs> and she's like, well, yeah, I know, but um, I couldn't find the movie on your on Amazon. So, and I'm like, no, because I literally have two copies. I have like the theater cut and the director's edition, because apparently I'm just obsessed on buying Stargate, the 1990. Like you're, you're catcher in the rye. Well, except I have like 16 copies of Catcher in the Rye now, so I'm. Getting Are you going to assemble a Stargate and all the symbols are going to be different versions of the movie? <laughs> like, <laughs> that could be. That's that. You know, director's cut, theater cut. Yeah. Uh, 25th anniversary sequence. Holy shit. Dial up the Gaul homeworld. So then we're, well, no, because that wouldn't be in the movie. They, they didn't have the Gaul. That, that was a, an invention of the series. Universe, Jesus Christ. But, well, no, that was the thing is I'm, I'm thinking about starting another podcast called Gatekeepers. And, oh, okay. And I'll talk about Stargate, the uh, SG-1 series. Yeah, you, you would be good in a podcast called Gatekeepers. <laughs> exactly, right? Well, well, I mean, we, we've torn you down from that role for Star Trek, but. You can still be that. I can for... start a fresh one. The other idea I have is to start the No Excuses podcast. There's already a podcast called No Excuses. Fuck. Well, it's got to be something like that because I, what I want to do is every week there's like the opening theme. You know, that's Daryl's. Uh, Daryl Taylor. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. Because I just want though every week to be an excuse. Hey guys, I really meant to get to recording the first episode this week, but you know. Since <laughs> you came up, I'm going to be back next week. We're going to start strong. So just, you know, stay tuned. And then every week it's another, hey guys, yeah, I got home like stupid late. Work uh, was crazy this week. Really didn't get a chance to talk to any guests. But hey, stay tuned. Next week we're going to have a great <laughs> show. Uh, we got Bob France. Uh, he's going to be coming. Oh, he, I've heard he's a real right. treat to interview. That. And then next week it's like, oh man, I like completely spaced. Didn't talk to Bob at all this week. I was supposed to, you know, prearrange this. We know um, every episode could be roughly. Uh, 12 minutes long. Oh, which is the excuse. The intro, well, the intro music will be No Excuses by Alice in Chains and the outro music, the full okay. song. And then okay. it's like where you give it, say, oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't get anything together for this week's episode. So sorry, yeah, guys. We'll try again next week. Yeah. And there, has, like to, there has to be like a sweet spot for podcasting recording length too, where like you can fill that void where it's like, this is the best podcast. Cause like, it's perfect. Like it's just long enough for my commute home. Yeah. This is exactly the length of time for me to drive from my house to the grocery store, then from the grocery store home. This is I think, perfect. I think there is something like a 12-minute. Yeah, I've heard something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, it's like that's the sweet spot. Like that's the amount of time it, a podcast should be to get like maximum listening because it's that very – like a lot of work. It's very rare that people listen. It's just analytics, dude. It's fucking everything. Um, but yeah, there's – it's but very – Trying to make sure that you stay within – like yeah. for us, that would be pretty impossible, I think. We haven't Maybe even how long we done this? got to the episode. <laughs> we've been talking for twelve minutes. Yeah. I can well, add. Chick Fil A story was fifteen yeah. minutes long. This yeah. is. Like, we can chop. We can chop up each one of my rabbit holes, 
and have a, a, a 15 minute uh, podcast for each one of those. Well, it's good Down that your daughter rabbit. has inherited that rabbit hole gene from you. <laughs> we're watching Tombstone, edit her up watching SG1. We were up until one o'clock in the morning and like we had, we were pretty deep into the first season of SG1. That's and I'd forgotten how, how well made those were. And then I remembered, oh yeah, the first, I want to see two seasons. They were on Showtime, first, right? Yeah, the first, I know the first season was Showtime. And then I had to explain to her why I hated the series when it first came out because I didn't have Showtime. I loved the movie. And then it was like, well, you know, Robert e, you know, Emmerich or whatever his name was going to make a, a sequel, but then MGM wouldn't make it because they were putting all their efforts into the series. And so that I, you know, hated the series because it's like, you're keeping me from having my favorite show. Cash grab. Yeah, it's cash grab. Cash grab. Bo Bridges was in the, uh, the first couple seasons, right? Yeah. No. Who was it? No, no, Bo Bridges was on the final seasons. What about Lloyd Bridges? Oh, really? Oh, okay. I can't yeah, remember Lloyd. which one, him or the ball guy. I can't remember which was one. Lloyd, was it Lloyd Bridges? Lloyd? I would love to see Lloyd Bridges in Stargate. <laughs> Lloyd Bridges was actually on Battlestar Galactica. Pick the wrong week to stop sniffing glue. <laughs> that, I went back and I was, okay, so I went down a rabbit hole myself over the weekend and rewatched the original Battlestar Galactica series. And then the original it was, one? Not the, the second. Yeah, the 1978 awesome one. And so when I'm watching it, awesome. so you're saying that the new one, not awesome. The new one's awesome. No, there's, it's on two, what? there's a 1980 uh, no, star in there. In there a second? Yes, there is. There's, there's no, no, there's no fourth Indiana Jones Bruce. movie. There's, <laughs> there, there's, there's Space Galactica. There's like 1980 yeah. TV series called it's, Battlestar Galactica. It's, it's called Galactica 1980. Okay. Why did you just turn into Dwight Schrute all of a sudden? <laughs> what do you mean turned into yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right fair enough <laughs> the only thing separating ben from dwight Schrute is a beet farm right now and a mustard colored shirt yeah. and i i am not a fan of beets actually i am they are pretty good what about mustard i, I learned about sugar beets. mustard <laughs> so, so if you get okay. a chance every time i hear the word mustard i have to do the mad the uh, mad hatter from alice in wonderland mustard <laughs> Can you do it well? <clears throat> doing it and doing it and doing it well. Um. So yeah, Star Trek, the Deep Space Nine. This is the Mash episode. Yeah. The suicide is painless. Dixie goes a little bitch. <laughs> oh man, he's eighteen and he's been. Exposed to the horrors of space. You want to go to war? Of no. Exposed by to time Dr. People. Bashir's dick. Yeah, <laughs> he's been exposed to Dr. Bashir's penis. Dr. Bashir's story was more traumatizing than <laughs> the battle on that planet. Yes. <laughs> In World War II, the average age of the American soldier was 23 years old. In Vietnam, the average age was 19. The average age was 19. I can't remember what song that's from. There's there's a song. I don't know. And so I guess in the Dominion War, the average age is 18. I don't know. For journalists. 100% of the journalists I've seen in Star Trek War have been 18. I mean, I will say it's it was it was well done. Like, I liked what they were going for here. I thought it was cool, you know? Like, uh, I guess Jake, Sisko, and uh, Brigier are on their way back from like a conference or whatever it is Brigitte and Cisco's like writing a story about 
Regier? This is his yeah. first assignment at that yeah. uh, that academy that he that he's at, or the institute. Okay. Studying at. I mean, he's just freaking bored to tears. I, yeah. I expected this entire episode would just be like a filler bullshit episode. Like, oh right. my god. See, but that's where that's where it gets you. Mm-hmm. It's like this whole fucking episode's going to be a bin story. That's oh where that, that's where it gets you because and you know what I don't want to say Cisco deserves it but he does because like and he's like God. Up, blow your freaking nose. Brigitte's like God, you're so annoying. I hate everything about you. This whole fucking thing sucks, and you suck. God, if, if there was a plague or something interesting, that'd be awesome. And then they end up in fucking the shit, bro, and he loses yeah. right. We're all gonna die. I think also right away, like they they cut to the promenade, and there there's this like kind of useless scene about uh, they're making decaf frappuccinos for um yeah. for what's her name, and like there's this whole mansplaining you, you're pregnant, you shouldn't have caffeine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, God, is it gonna be one my, of my my body, my choice? Yes. Look, I'm carrying your dumbass kid as a favor to you and your sweet wife. I think this is the uh, the traditional Star Trek paycheck scene. Where yeah. people have yeah. to show up so they can collect their paycheck mm-hmm. for them. Right, everybody I, I, out of the way. I'm going. The... I'm going to Fresno for a week. I just came in real quick to do this. Knock these scenes out. Like the entire time, Worf is Worf is in the background, just staring off into the distance, like he's fucking high as. Yeah, he's watching balls. his taxi. He's like, just wait, a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> five minutes, five more, five more minutes. <laughs> no, actually, he was he was watching the World Cup, and it was just like he's. <laughs> He does have a point. What year was this? 90... Whatever year it was that had a World Cup. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, it was 2270... Or 2371. What's a sports ball? There's no World Cup in 2371. You don't know that. Well, 2372. After the fucking World War III and the eugenics war. It'll be 2372. Yeah, it'll be 2372. There'll be they a World Cup. And then 2376. <laughs> they, had, they had to have it in off year. No. FIFA doesn't do off years. Well, they do when well, the entire they region. May, they may do a Winter World Cup one time when they get paid off a lot by some Qatar. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then there, there would probably be a Europa, uh, uh, UEFA Cup in 2370. Because there'd be... The, there'd be the World Cup in 2368, the UEFA Cup in 2320, and then the World Cup in 2322. Yeah. For those of you curious. And then they would yeah. probably throw and there in there. There would like, be a couple Gold Cups in yeah, there. Yeah. The Gold Cups in Chero. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing up a new timeline tonight just to show that I'm right. And then by 2372, Liverpool would still not have won the fucking year. I actually don't know what year this episode took place in. The last thing I saw from Star Trek was an episode that was set in 2371, and I'm really hoping this episode was close to that. If you're wrong, your reputation is over. It's, it's tarnished, yeah. Because yeah. I was looking up, I know that the USS Farragut, the replacement Farragut, docked at uh, Deep Space Nine in 2375. Yeah. Docking. Docking. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the Farragut that they mentioned in this episode was actually the Farragut that was in uh, Star Trek Generations. Let's die. That was, it was the ship that uh, rescued the Enterprise crew. Ah. Yeah. After Troy crashed the ship because women can't fly. That's what I heard. Apparently. But I don't believe that. Flock of seagulls could fly the ship. 
we lost it. The Ensign Flockus Eagles. She was she was flying the Enterprise. Yeah. She's real good at it. Fly my dick. But she's kind of she's you know. <laughs> Am I right, guys? Yeah, right. Yeah. Kind of kind of androgynous. Yeah, fly it right into your veg. I, I would not assume her pronoun. Whatever, man. Well, I just did, though, I guess. Yeah, you just... Yeah. <laughs> I literally just did. Yeah, way to go, man. Good job. I don't know what they call themselves. Mansplainer. Yeah, How's you that? fuck it. Well, you're not even a cis white male because you're a, you're a gay Jew, so I don't know what to call you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I don't want to sound like Don Rickles or anything. He's gay Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Throw the Jew down the well. No, never. You're my friend, and I love you dearly. Yeah. I just don't know what... Because uh, you're, you're not a cis white male because you're a gay Jew. You still be a patriarchy, though. Yeah, you can still be a patriarch. That's true. That's true. Good. Mm-hmm. Good looking. And out. now I'm, 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 you know, you know, bullying uh, beta cucks at uh, Chick Fil A. Yeah, you're like, well, he, he deserves. When, it. When's your red hat get in? Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> time for Christmas. I, I, I think that's what I'm going to start doing is going in incognito uh, i had to be careful with that one and uh just go start just living my life outside of my apartment as a uh, trump Trump supporter yeah damn right man we're gonna build that wall hell yeah i'm i'm currently listening to a book that was written in in uh, 1968 and the use of uh the not african-american word is very uh common the do they call them negroes Yes, and uh, it's just like to the point that I have now like I don't even like I've used that word like historically speaking like oh in the old South they would use these kind of terms. But then what do you I call the United Negro College Fund? I do don't say the United College Fund because that sounds really bad if you say it like that. Well, you, <laughs> you, you have to the <laughs> to look over the shoulders. Negro College Fund. Yeah. So. But no, it's just, it was, it's like, I'm, I'm almost uncomfortable with how the much one, that word is used. So the one thing I will say is on the 301st episode of Dork Trek, we're unfortunately not going to be able to solve racism in America. So I'm really sorry about that, guys. We uh, tried. What, what we can do, though, is we can talk about fucking Star Trek. So and Star Trek. The yes. Starfleet, or I'm sorry, the Federation Colony on what's its place, number seven or whatever. What's its nuts? Whatever this planet is, is getting overrun by Klingons. Fucking, they got—they didn't build that wall. That's why. Just, just crazy with Klingons. President Space Trump said, "Let's build that space wall to keep out the damn Klingons because they're criminals and stuff." And you know, they sent the space military over there and they started tear gassing. Yeah, they, I mean, and the Klingons were doing what they usually do and fucking up Federation troops. Yeah. So, I mean, and I was curious for those of us who've watched uh, uh, Pornography. The and uh, the uh, Hardcore. Star Trek Discovery, which is pretty much akin to, uh, you know, Star Trek pornography. Hardcore pornography. Which yeah. comes out soon. Can't wait. Yeah. Oh, are they still doing the free month? I got to sign up for that. Are they doing a free month? Yeah, for uh, it was supposed to be like a Black Friday sale. When Black or Cyber Week or something. I gotta see if they're still doing that because one month that would be perfect timing. Yeah, but it's not the month though. You got to get to January because the show doesn't come out till January. Yeah, I don't mind paying at the end of December to get into January. Yeah, but it comes out once a week. Yeah. Yeah, so, but right now there's already the uh, the what do they call it? The mini episodes. Yeah, the short treks. You mean the yeah. mini cash grabs? Yes. <laughs> 
I've, I've had several people ask me about those and I'm like, I have no idea. I'm not paying for a subscription just for four mini episodes. Oh, shit. When does Twilight Zone come out? Soon. I can't. Now that will get my subscription fee. So. And, the, and the Picard show will get, I'll do that. Well, there's the con miniseries that uh, Nicholas Meyer's working on. I heard about that. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to. I hate that they're talking about this new half hour trick. It's like, it's a lower decks Star Trek. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's sitcom? great. With Rick and Morty? Yeah, I'm not feeling that one either. It's just With like Rick and Morty. Yeah, I guess it's the creator of Rick and Morty. Like the guy Justin from Roiland? I Dan Harmon? Dan Harmon? I'm, I'm telling you, just Google Rick and Morty Star Trek. I'll watch like, it. <laughs> I'm, I'm back in. Yeah. I just, if Dan, I, Harmon, if Dan, Dan Harmon's attached, I'll watch it. Yeah. You guys love that guy. It's great. I love community. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, the community guy is Rick and Morty too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I don't like Community at all. <sighs> That's because you don't. It's because you don't. Have don't TV mention TV. that motherfucker on this show, Dennis. <laughs> I will delete your existence from the Dork Trek history yeah. books. Don't you blast him in here, Dennis? Mole oh, Jacale. <laughs> who, who are we? Who are we talking? Mole Who's Mulja Kale? That's, too, that's almost too close, Dennis. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. okay. I he thought was shirtless was a, a lot in that show. He, I, thought there, I thought there was a problem with Heavy Haze. And, uh, because, no, I don't mind, I don't oh, mind Heavy Haze. It's, I, uh, I, I, I hate that guy. You hate Chevy Chase? Oh, yeah. Right. And, and more so after uh, Community. The, the advanced D, if I had seen the advanced D&D episode in the order that it came out, I, you know, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. It is a great episode, but I fucking hate <laughs> Chevy Chase's character so much after that. But you're supposed to. That's well, the whole yeah, point. but I mean, no, I mean, but with all the stuff, I guess with years of knowing he's such a dick, mm-hmm. and then watching that episode, I'm just like, it was the role he was perfect for. I was, I was gonna say, apparently, he wasn't stretching very much for that no. character. Like that. No, was but I mean, that's been the thing about Chevy Chase's whole career. Like he's just an asshole. Like everybody yeah. knows it. Like. That's where the thing, like, where it came, I read an interview with him in the Washington Post. It was, like, this long, sprawling article about Chevy Chase and how he's always been an asshole. But, like, he wants to work again. So, like, he's trying to change, but it's really hard because he's just an asshole. And I'm like, but everybody knows Chevy Chase is an asshole. Like, that's his, that's his thing. I mean, that's his character on SNL when he was doing the news. He was just, a, like, a confident, cocky, good-looking asshole. Like, that's just what he did. There was a time I, uh, between you know, the Fletch days and all the stuff of the 80s. And could you, could you like, honestly say that the guy who played Fletch isn't an asshole? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, like during the 90s and everything when he really wasn't doing anything because everybody got tired of his shit. Yeah. Like he was doing commercials in foreign countries. When I was in Turkey, he showed up in this Cola huh. Turka commercial. That's awesome. Selling <laughs> Turkish Cola. That's great. <laughs> no clue. But I mean, that's what, the whole, um, that's what the whole Lost in Translation movie is about. Yeah. Bill Murray's character goes over to Japan to shoot a commercial because he needs money. So, I mean, yeah, of course, Chevy Chase is an asshole. Didn't Bill Murray hate him too? So, like, was he? Oh actually, yeah, they like got into like a fist, off, yeah, know? they got into like a fist fight or whatever because yeah. like, Dan, um, Chevy Chase left SNL and Bill Murray came back to replace him, and I think he was talking shit and they got into like a yeah. fight. Well, he, well, Chevy Chase came back as a guest host. Yeah, as a guest host. And, and like, he, was, he was trying to act like he was still cock of the you know, block or whatever and, and being all you know, bossy and assholey. And then... Ben uh, McCormicky. 
<laughs> no, he, he takes it to a whole nother level. I mean, I'm just beating up little scrawny guys in, in Chick-fil-A's. This guy. That's, that's a bad idea, man. That could have backfired terribly. Yeah. Well, especially since we're an open carry state. Dude, yeah, yeah, that's right. You could have got shot. Well, you would have seen if he was open carrying. I don't, I don't, I don't see guns. No. Some people don't, don't see color. Don't I see don't my see ones. Guns. Don't see my guns. I don't see guns. The only guns I see are uh, these bad boys right here. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> don't see my ones. Don't see my guns. But yeah, you're lucky you didn't get killed. Yeah. Because you are many things, but like a fighter, eh, I'm going to say nah. But I am immortal. So that's the trade off. Yeah, but I mean, I, I wouldn't go testing your mortality. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't come back from bullets yet. So. Yeah. Don't see my ones. Don't see my guns. No, bullets are my kryptonite. He, oh. he can join the uh, Great Lakes Avengers if you really are immortal. Yeah. <laughs> what was that guy's name? Mr. Immortal or Captain Immortal or something, something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Oh, jeez. That's... Captain can't die. Yeah. That was his power. He couldn't die. <laughs> Good power. Yeah. He's mm. like Captain Jack Harkness, basically. Yeah. Uh, if you have the CS thing, you need the regenerative uh, thing, like uh, what's his name, the the wolf guy um, with the claws. Wolverine there. Yeah, the wolf, guy the the wolf guy with the claws. I knew who he was talking about. Wolverine there. Yeah, <laughs> so guy, the wolf with the claws and Wolverines the aren't wolves. And and I care about it. I mean, it's, it's, see, I'm slowly falling into my uh, Trumpisms. It, it's just I'm I'm, I'm I don't even think that guy's American not wolverine no he's wolverine, not wolverine wolverine nor the actor who portrays him on the big we're gonna close that canadian border to keep wolverine out some damn hollywood liberal just going off and doing hollywood liberal stuff man you know what fuck that guy well what i just put together in my head so logan is canadian yes right but on the old uh what do you call it spider-man and his amazing friends when they had he the Australian, yes, he sounded Australian. But now, uh, what's his nuts? The the singy, dancy Barnum and Bailey boy that played Hugh with there. Yeah, Hugh Jackson. He no, 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 Jackman, Jackoff. Yeah, Hugh, Hugh Jackson is a football coach. Yeah. Okay. So this <laughs> uh, yes, this guy's Australian though, playing Logan. So it, it's come like full circle, right? With the Australians playing the Canadians. Uh, uh -huh. playing wolf claw guy with the wolf with the man with the wolf and the claws and the scary face with the teeth yeah. and the growls team team jacob with the teeth and the faces with the the sharp claws that shoot out of his hand you see snick stacked somebody was like there was a, a, a clip that somebody's like oh the, you know the most epic uh, wolf claw guy video and and it was the, the, the thing from the Wolverine movie when he's in Japan. And it's uh, the Nakasaki thing, and he's in the hole. Or, and I, I've never watched the movie, so it's a good movie. And he was doing bone claws. The Wolverine? Yeah. I, so I may have to check that out. It's pretty good. You're pretty good, Dennis. I liked his, I liked his bone claws. My people are featured prominently in that movie. Black and Asians? Well, yes. half of my people. Nerds? <laughs> Japanese. You got too many peoples. Yeah, I'm a man you're of the a, world. You're a black and Asian Muslim guy. 
That's a lot. You check a lot of boxes for me, Dennis. That's, that's right. Like the, that's why I'm glad we're friends. all the wrong boxes. Hey, man, I know a Muslim guy, a black guy, and an Asian guy, and it's one guy, man. It's that opens great. up a, a whole world of slurs for you. Yeah. Man, I can call you all kinds of shit. It's okay. Never. I remember when Rhett Butler said that when she was getting her big break and she Yeah, Jenny, you I don't I don't mean to cut you off, Ben, uh, but I'm gonna. Um, but yeah, Jenny, you need to come up with something because Ben's gay and Jewish, so that's two things right there. So I mean, I can say, come on, help me out here. I mean, I'm a woman, so like we have the token female thing on the right. show. So All right. that's cool. So that means I'm. So, so wait a minute, does that does that mean on this podcast I'm the enemy? Yeah. You're the you're the token on this show. I'm the token. I'm the straight yeah. white male. Yeah. You're the you're the reason why we can get broadcast. You're, the, you're the heteronormative cis white male. You're the face. I'm the, wait a minute. So I'm the hetero white midwestern. Oh Jesus! Oh, wow. I'm I, wow. Wow. I'm you're the real here, guys. Guys, like I gotta tell you, I can't do the show anymore. Why haven't you been to a Trump rally yet? <laughs> <laughs> What makes you think he hasn't? Well, because I told him, I said, many of my best friends are gay, Jewish, Muslim, Asian, black. I mean, you know, help one of those you signs. Do become you know? a lesbian for the show? Like, take one for the team? <laughs> nah, you don't have to do that. I mean, you know, that's I, I have a list of names that, I mean, if you're... I don't think that's how it works anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it works that way. Like, that's a, you know... I mean, I'll give it a that's shot. An urban myth. I mean, well, I mean, if that's something that you want to do, then that's on you. If we, if we can get uh, 100 Patreon subscribers at the $10 level. I would think it's, it's hilarious, though, that if you go gay, too, you and Ben just ruined each other for, you're like, after that, I got to give up. Like, I got to go the other way. Like, that was so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst. That was you, Bob. It was you. I did it. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> because of my my straight whiteness yeah uh -huh. damn straight whiteness i'm sorry guys actually the three of us perfect. for the show on skype and we were just like it, it was bob you guys were using skype i think i'm more insulted about that Ugh. we're cheating on you what a terrible it's the program. official video chat for minorities <laughs> oh god he just decided he was going to be black i mean it was just there was a whole thing it was that's terrible i'm sorry guys it happens. Okay. Like, what, 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 what can you do? You're white. It's true. I'm just a dumb white male. What can you possibly do? <laughs> I can I can oppress a lot of people. Yeah. He's oppressing like all three of us right now. It's very I, oppressive. I feel oppressed. It's true. Impressed or oppressed? Mute all of our mics without our. We have no power to stop you. It's like around the horn. <laughs> you can, have no power here. <laughs> I could totally do all that shit. God, I'm pretty awesome now that I think about it. Yeah. You can vote in all 50 states and nobody questions it. Be like, yes, right this way, sir. <laughs> oh, Mr. France, good to see you again. This is just your first time voting today? Here, take two ballots. And what then apparently it? you could just like put on a fake mustache and a hat and just keep coming back mm -hmm. through the line and nobody's going to question it. Yeah. That's what I heard. Meanwhile, I can't prove that I'm a fucking citizen and I may get deported. It's like, what? So that, that's fun. Vote as much as you want, Mr. France, certainly. <laughs> oh, you're wearing the Starfleet uniform. Captain. What a silly boy. <laughs> you did your hair a little different. Is that a new ascot? Right this way. 
They know me very well here at this voting place. <laughs> Ascot Mondays. How many Ascots do you have? One vote each. <laughs> you guys is crazy. Just I'm don't gonna, forget to bring your I'm going to talk to my friends. I'm going to let you guys stay. <laughs> Thanks, man. You're awesome. So, yeah, so um, where are we at? So they I go was going to gonna the, ask. They go to the colony. Before we got off the, the, the deep end with, with paywalls, the, <laughs> the war that we saw on Discovery, how did uh -huh. you feel that that stacks up against? Because this is the really the first time we've seen pretty intense warfare with the Klingons, or at least the effects of it, even though we only see two living Klingons in the entire episode. But, um, but the battlefield after the Klingon battle, did you feel that Discovery had kind of made that less impressive? I mean, we also have to take in consideration too, man, that this was many, many years ago. Yeah. You know, like, like... This was like one of the most realistic feeling war episodes because it, it really puts you into the perspective of Jake Sisko, like, as you're watching it, like... You know, because he's kind of saying, like, this is not what people want. They don't want this boring shit. We want life and death and battles and fighting. And then, oh, crap, it actually happened. Yeah. It's easy to glorify it when you're not actually there. Mm -hmm. Well, just a look of disgust on, on Jake's face well, when they're bringing in the wounded. And, uh, oh, boy, with his, his leg injury or whatever. Jake shot himself. And he's like, wait. And he's like, oh, yeah, the Klingons were there. And. And I, and I thought the Klingon was dead and he got me. And Bashir is looking at the guy's wound. He's like, this is a phaser burn. Yeah, he had a phaser mouth and he bit me with his phaser mouth. Look, and you know how this guy's <laughs> He's a phaser, phaser mouth Klingon. You know, they got redundant. Uh, like if his teeth come out, then the phaser comes in, right? Mm -hmm. right? Like a shark. But, yeah, 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 just like that. Come on, don't, don't send me back on it. <laughs> his eyes roll back and the phaser comes out of his mouth. Kiki, <laughs> kiki. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> please don't kill me. That was worth the Patreon money right there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the guy, uh, you know, shot himself so he could come off the front line. And he first, every, he won't be the last. <laughs> but everybody was just like, oh. And Jake just was like, how dare he? Yeah, just like completely disgusted yeah. at this or just like. God, what a pussy. Yeah, these guys are Starfleet. They're trained for the what the fuck? What a bunch of losers. And then are these people all Starfleet though? Uh the guys with the black and the uh gold uh uniforms were, yeah. Because they had Starfleet insignia and they had, you know, the modified uniforms or whatever. Yeah, that their like body armor was weird. Yeah. 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 I don't know if they were like Starfleet Marines, if that was still a thing, but uh there, there's some controversy about whether that's controversy. I really appreciate that you could work in prints yeah. to a discussion about Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek controversy. <laughs> I just can't believe all of the things people say. Star Trek controversy. Prince was never in Star Trek. God, all of awesome. these gas space marines. Oh, are they not those dudes? Oh, so I actually recognized the um, the blue guy. Did, did anybody recognize him? No, the blue man. It was, it was it was bugging me. Who was he? It was um, Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Get the hell! I oh love Oh my Francis. god! Yes. <laughs> I'm sitting there watching it. And I was like, "That's Francis." 
Yeah, Crazy. and I looked it up, and I, I couldn't believe that I recognized this guy like through all the makeup and shit, and like I ended up watching PB's Big Adventure like two days later. <laughs> that is so that awesome. Win-win. That's awesome. I was just excited because I don't usually like recognize people like that. I'm just like that, that guy looks familiar. And then Ben's like, yeah, he was in this episode and that and this. And so Francis is a regular appearer on Star Trek. Or just this one, as far as I know. Wow, that's really cool. I'll look it up. I'll do the research. Because Francis, um, he is the inspiration for uh, Beelzebra and Metal Shark Bro. What? Yeah, <laughs> like it didn't end up that way on the page so like when it comes out he doesn't look like francis but as i was creating um i wanted him to be like a douchey kind of like spoiled rotten francis mm-hmm. i love francis okay. i love the scene where he's in his big ass bathtub and he's hanging out and Pee Wee comes into the hello friends and then he dives into the bathtub i love that scene <laughs> i love francis was a good bad guy francis I gotta watch that movie again. It's on. It's on Netflix. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a good one. <laughs> I've watched it at least twice since I found it on Netflix. That's awesome. How old the kids have to be before they watch that movie? Uh, I, I think I was like six when pretty... I saw it. So. Oh really? Okay. All right. My uh, kids started watching. We we tried watching Ghostbusters, um, the other night, and that didn't go well. Uh, the kids love for kids to get into Ghostbusters. They love. <laughs> Bobby just turns to you and goes, Father, this is so silly. Well, they and love the song, but like there's a lot of references that they just don't get. Uh-huh. Like that when they're talking to like Larry like Larry King's on the radio talking about the Ghostbusters and like the USA Today newspaper flashes up and like there's just a lot of shit like yeah. what uh-huh. the ghost blowjob dream they probably don't get, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't get that. But there's just a lot of stuff. Yeah, what's a newspaper? Yeah, they just don't get a lot of the references. And I'm like, oh yeah. This movie, like, this movie's very dated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get it. Like, why are we so mad that we made Lady Ghostbusters? This movie's kind of dated at this point. And, like... If you want to know how dated it is, the integration with the music video for uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. a bunch of famous 80s people showing up in the video saying, yeah. Ghostbusters! <laughs> Including Heavy Haze. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Chevy Chase was in there. It was uh, Robin Williams and Bobby Mc. No, that was uh, Dorian. No, that's Don't Worry, Be Happy. Uh, I, I, you know, the whole 80s are kind of a blur at this it point. It all blends yeah. together, yeah. Here's a little song I wrote. It was all that cocaine you were doing in elementary school. Yeah. Hell yeah, I man. All those, <laughs> those movies in bro. Which is uh, sad. The all those, middle school all those pies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all that RC Cola. Uh huh. It's a hell of a drug. Yeah. yeah, but the kids were not impressed. They were like, they love the song, but like the movie, yeah. they're like, eh, I can go either way on this one, Pops. I was watching it. I enjoyed it, but like they were not getting a lot of the reference. Yeah, I think like you have to have rose-colored glasses to really enjoy it. Like if, you, if we didn't see it as kids and we watched it when we were adults, I don't think we would have liked it yeah. very much. I, would, I heard, I was listening to a different podcast where they are talking about Clue in a similar way. Like if you watch Clue as a kid, then you probably still enjoy it. But if you grew up and then watched Clue, you probably didn't think it was very good. Yeah. I can see that. He's a plant. Which is, which I think is the genius of a film like Back to the Future and like Goonies and shit like that. Like they seem to hold up a little bit better. Like 
Ghostbusters is just so chock full of like 1984 pop culture references. Yeah. That Goonies, like Goonies is so good that when I when we uh, first moved here after I was stationed in Turkey, like this is the first time my wife has lived in this country for any period of time, and we're waiting to go somewhere. And of course, I'm waiting for her to get ready and find Goonies is on TV. So I'm sitting there watching Goonies. And she finally comes down. She's ready. And I'm about to turn it off. She's like, what are you watching? I was like, oh, it's this movie that I watched when I was a kid called Goonies. And so we sit there watching it for a little bit. I'm like, all right, so we can go now. And she's like, no, no, wait, wait. Let's watch. Let's see what happens. <laughs> she got into the movie Goonies. Goonies is a great so film. Awesome. See, I didn't, I didn't watch that when I was a kid. Like, that one somehow passed me by. Really? And, uh, yeah, like, because I just, I missed out on a lot of shit when I was a kid. And I watched it when I was a little bit older. I was probably, like, 17 or 18 when i finally watched it yeah. and i definitely don't feel like i got as much out of it as somebody who watched it when they were probably like 10 that's sad you know i i've never seen it all the way through really i've only seen you know like, what happens of it on tv they all die in the cave yeah <laughs> I, I, was, I know there's a pirate ship that comes out i, I, I want to watch it because thanos is in it when he was a little kid yeah and it's just and yeah. i get people and you know, rudy always, and Rudy. Samwise Gamgee. Samwise Gamgee, who's the same guy, which is odd. I, I've seen enough. <laughs> of I, I may have actually seen the entire thing, but mm-hmm. just, I've never sat through the entire thing. Pinches a pale. Yeah. And just so many uh, John Hughes films that are supposed to be, you know, the oh original God. data. Yeah. Not that Star Trek <laughs> knockoff bullshit. Pinches a pale. <laughs> uh, Come on, guy. Oh, is this the Asian kid from, yeah, uh, from Short Round? Short Round, okay. Because I saw all the Indiana Jones movies when they came out. That no time for love, Dr. Jones. Yeah. You're, he's banging the director's wife. All right. Pictures of Pale. That's, that's the only line I remember that he has in that whole movie. <laughs> and I don't even know what the hell he's saying. He's just saying Pictures of Pale. Dennis, what is he saying in Japanese? Wow. The translation is <laughs> of power. <laughs> that was my pale. best George Takei. Pictures of pale. Power. Oh, my. Oh, my. So I'm just, be, I'm just fulfilling my role as the dumb white guy. Although, what's Man, that, that Asian boy's funny. Man, you better be bringing me some sake. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. I'm in the mood to get my Asian drunk on. Woo! Hell yeah. Go to one of them massage parlors, man. Yeah. Get ourselves a little sucky sucky. Hell yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Am I right, That's guys? Why they, don't, they don't talk about his parents that much in that movie. Like, I think they show up at the end. Mm-hmm. His mom worked at the steaming cream. Yeah, she, she worked did. at this. She worked at this. Who sent us that today? Did somebody uh, send you a steaming cream? No, they sent us a picture of like a steaming cream from like it's like a street sign or something. Oh, it's a, it's a place that you can go to. It's near the border, and they said that you know they it's like, got to be South Carolina because they're the king of that shit. No, right? there's there's right, mix. Dude, South Carolina is the is the deal. Like, if you're a trucker and you want to get like a, a oh, shower sure. and a weird blowjob, <laughs> <laughs> like just cruise along the fucking highways. And yeah, highways. when you cross the border, when you pass south of the border and you get to Dillon, South Carolina, there's a big pilot truck stop there, and I'm sure you can get any kind of service that you want. <laughs> <laughs> Pitches a pail. 
Can I get that? I'm, yeah. I'm putting it into my. Uh... <clears throat> yeah, dude. Like they they have hot showers open 24 hours a day, and I'm sure you can get a you can get an esteem and get rubbed off by a lot lizard. Well, I just feel bad because whoever <laughs> sent it to us uh, went to the trouble. Uh, I'll well, get there. I'll get their name. It's on Facebook. Hang on, Ben. Okay. Oh, I had no idea you cared so I much just, about the I, I just, You know, they went to the trouble of sending us something. Hang on, Ben. Please, please. I was laughing so hard I forgot the name because I was like, oh, Dennis, I love this. And then Pinch is a pale. No, I got it. Hang on, everybody. Um, Facebook. Everybody. Everybody. Come on, dance and sing. Yeah, the one thing that's missing from Red Dead Redemption is... <laughs> is Pinch is a pale? <laughs> Red Dead Redemption Online uh, went uh, beta this week and uh, opened up for everybody. Why does everything have to be online? How come you just can't play something by yourself and enjoy it? Well, I don't understand. Well, I, no, I mean, that's, that's the best thing about Red Dead Redemption 2 is that it's, it's great solo playing the campaign. And now though, now that you've explored the world, you've, you've gone through all of that in the campaign mode, now you get to bring your own character into that world. And so you get to be part of it. Sounds, like, War sounds like Warcraft to me. Yeah. Kinda. Um, well, hang on. Let's limited to twenty-four people in a lobby. So they're they're, based, they're like arenas, right? Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is this is from Corey. We got this from Corey. <laughs> yeah. Cafe, cream, and steam. The Brown Burrow. Hell yeah, man! Where we going? Uh, Brown Burrow. Corey Fogel sent this. Yeah. To okay. Yeah, it's Corey. Okay. Yeah. Maybe Corey didn't want us to announce his name to the people. I'm sorry, Corey. Maybe he wanted to. I, I, I of course, did not use his full name. Well, I didn't want to get yelled at by Ben. I was going to be all undercover by cream and steam. We know what you got. We know what it is. We know you're jerking people off there. I'm just, I'm glad he sent us the because, like, it really do exist. You can't fool us. We know it is going to be. Now, were they Mexican Koreans running going on there? I don't know. Or Korean Mexican. Maybe that's what the translation changes the order. Yeah. It's Spanish. Pictures of pale. It was translated from the original Klingonese. Yes. Jeez. Meet my dear. Primo e stimo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Donde est lot lizard? <laughs> Lato lizardo. We are fucked up in the head, man. I tell you what. So I you thought... The best. Did anybody else get like a, a nice... Uh, like a... I want to say an. So we're, we're just not going to talk about this episode. An earnest Hemingway kind of feel from the way with, with Jake being the young writer. Yeah. Much like how Hemingway was uh, sending dispatches from uh, the Spanish Civil War. Now Jake is, is you know, thrust into his manhood. Thrust? With, thrust. Uh, you into know. his manhood. It, like, what was the, the line he says when he. Uh, he says, you know, that, you know, he realized that for the first time his father wasn't there to protect him. Yeah. I really enjoyed, like, so he's becoming a man f from this experience. I mean, all bullshit aside, this was a pretty great episode. Mm -hmm. I mean, granted, we're not talking about it a lot, but that doesn't mean it's not good. That basically means that it is good. Yeah. This, that, this that is historically our, our, yeah. our tradition. Like, I feel like it was very believable. Like, it dealt with some very serious themes, bruh. Dude, that, um, that Starfleet guy in the foxhole. Yeah. It was hardcore as fuck. You think bringing well, me like back is going to fucking make you feel better, you bitch? Yeah, it was awesome. 
I really wish they'd just gotten Gary Busey to do that role. Yeah. Or uh, Tom Berenger. Yes. Barnes from yeah, but to be fair, I'm sure at the time, Gary Busey was probably pretty busy. Yeah. Yeah, nineties he was still. Yeah, he was pretty. He wasn't completely enhanced by then. This is ninety-five. He might not have been shit at this point, but but still though, he was probably on drugs at the time. Yeah, he was like. When did Predator Two come out? That was like Um, ninety-one, ninety-two, something like that, right? Yeah, ninety-three. Let me let me check. That was earlier than that. Well, the first Predator came out in eighty-eight. It was supposed to be set in nineteen ninety-seven, I think, right? So, and I think it came out five years before that. So like 1990. 
It counts. Hey, I need to sit down and watch this at this time. They, 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 they have some way to get that entrance. Within three days yeah. or something. Over here on my uh, side of the railroad. Where Ben uh, watches fucking CBS religiously. Uh, Monday on night. Time. Yeah. Well, no, that, that's the thing, though, is that my internet went out. Uh, <gasps> what night was that this week? I, I sent you a text asking. I think it may it. have been Monday. Monday night. And I was still able to watch all my shows because I have an antenna. <laughs> I have an antenna. I love my antenna. And it was very, uh, like, strange for me because even though I watch all the shows on Monday night CBS as they come out. Do you still digging that shit, Ben? Oh, God, yeah. It is uh, still awesome. He now has the iconic shirt. Uh, nice. They, they wrote that into the, uh, the what was the back? What was the backstory for that one? Did Tom uh, well, Selleck show up and bequeath it to him? He went Higgins, to a, like a Buffett show undercover. Higgins, Higgins uses his... Uh, He's like, this is a good look for me, man. I don't know what you guys think, but I'm pretty stuck. The stuffed. episode entitled Invasion of the Parrotheads. <laughs> Higgins takes uh, Thomas's shirt and uses it to train the, the boys with. And so, because they've got the guy in the big uh, the boys. suit. You know, Zeus and Apollo. The dogs. The, the lads. Oh. And... Uh, so she's training them to attack. Like Thirty years since I seen. Him. And and they needed the uh, the get on it, Dennis. To have something to attack. That shit's hot to death. He hurt him. And then he was like, "That was my favorite shirt." And then they go through the episode, and at the end of the episode, she gifts him a new shirt, and it's the iconic. Uh, I rubbed this on my pussy. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was the original. I'll never wash it. That's going to be the twist ending of the first season. And she's going to rub the shirt on her pussy. No, that she's actually the original Higgins. Uh, she got a sex name to Magnum P.O. Magnum Pussy Odor. <laughs> oh, that was good, man. I could barely get it out. <laughs> Magnum P.O. <laughs> print song. Well, that's just gonna stay with me for a while. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Man, it's a great theme song. Magnum pussy. <laughs> Very familiar pussy. Man, I do like the the, the the show does start the same way as the original with uh, the helicopters and shit. The helicopter, and then it dives as the music kicks in. And now, does is is a character? Is his last name Magnum? Yeah, Thomas Magnum. Oh, okay. Is it like an Asian guy? No, there. Well, no, he's uh, Hispanic. Oh. Wait, you can't be Asian and be like a detective, Bob. Yeah, I'm Magnum. saying I don't think you can Magnum. be a guy with the last name Magnum. I don't think Thomas Thomas Magnum. Yeah, that's not a real thing. I thought maybe like he just had a big cock or something. So he's a Magnum. <laughs> well, he does. You know, you see that in episode six. So it was. Uh... <laughs> Look at the size of this hog I got. <laughs> like, can you show both? My God. That thing and, is impressive. Uh, you got TC. It took a long time to get that through standards and practices. We're going to start calling you Mac. <laughs> what it was was he was he was trying to think of a new name. You know, he wanted his detective. He was in Walgreens buying condoms at the time. It was yeah. like, Magnum. Oh, Magnum. I get it. Yeah. That's, That's perfect. Wanted to call me that. It works because it's true because I got a big old dick. Oh, <laughs> and you were just trying to look like a CBS viewer right now. I so holding those glasses up to your I eyes. I was like, trying not to say anything. He loves it. 
<laughs> no, it's just that uh, I just got an update that uh, Kyle Ryan has joined the uh, Chicago Cubs. <laughs> Loves it. Ben loves it, dude. Let him let him love his stuff that he loves. My, my CBS Monday nights. It's uh, yeah. We all need something. Bull, and then I switch over to to the DVR so I can watch uh, NBC with Manifest that comes on at the same time as. I've heard that's good programming. Right I mean, there. I still watch wrestling. How can I judge you for watching CBS Monday nights? Well, it's like I tweeted about it. I mean, it was a, when it first started happening. It was like, man, when I was a kid, CBS just made shows for old people. But now, you know, I am I'm old watching, people. Well, no, I was like, I'm watching. They've got all these great fucking shows now, and I don't know what changed. And then it was like, oh yeah, 20 years passed, and and I'm fucking old now. It's more, than, more than yeah. Thirty years past. You know, it's a great show that I started watching recently. Is Atlanta with That's with uh, what's his face there? Donald Glover. Yeah, I haven't seen that. That too shit is fucking too funny. black for me. No, 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 can't, can't. It's hilarious. Too black. Too many black people. I go to the other side of the room when I watch this. Yeah. <laughs> you are really becoming Midwestern. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, man. <laughs> he I just goes up and locks his front door. You <laughs> take my wallet. <laughs> I, I actually throw your wallet at the screen. Don't, just don't hurt my kids. I actually went out and bought a purse. So I watch episodes. I, I I hold it a little tighter to my chest. And, I just yeah. press nine one and then. <laughs> there is a lot of armed robbery in the show, but is there? I've never seen. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. I've watched I, I a couple episodes. Watch. I just I haven't gotten far enough into it. Like I didn't have the, the first episode. The first episode, is, like, it's you don't know what they're going for, so it's hard to, like, know how to feel about everything that's happening in it. Mm -hmm. By the by, the second and third episodes, it's like, you're good, dude. That's cool. Yeah. I like Donald Glover. I think he's cool. Yeah. yeah. The guy, yeah. Lakeith, Lakeith Stanfield. Mm -hmm. Great in it. Well, what's his, uh, that, so, so, uh, what's his name? Donald Glover and, uh, that kid with the uh, This Is America video. Uh, yeah, same guy. Childish Gambino. Same know. guy. Just put it out there for folks so that they don't make the mistake I did. That is the same guy. Same guy. And I, that's why, like, some I of... I thought I was really racist and thought they both looked really similar, but no. No, same, you're same, not. Actually is the same guy. Same guy. So. I guess he got his name from, like, a Wu-Tang name generator. Yeah. So does he give Wu-Tang royalties? No, no, no. But that's like his. You can go to the Wu Tang Clan thing and get a Wu Tang name from the Wu Tang Clan name generator. I'm get one right now. Um, uh -oh. Mine is Insane Samurai. Um, that that was a long time ago, though. I just, I don't know if how like this. What's the statute of limitations on that? Well, I think if you haven't put your first album out yet, Wu Tang Forever. Um, you could just go just Google like Wu Tang name generator. Mm -hmm. I, I chose the I second one because it's on the WutangClan.net. That looks very official. <laughs> well, .net. I mean, they're with it. 1997. Okay, mine says Lord Pesky. There you go. That's mm. uh, that. So that would be your Wu-Tang Clan name. Okay. Now let's see. <clears throat> we actually did this on the old radio show one day. Like people would just call up and we type their name, and oh. <laughs> then we would just tell them what their name was. It was very. So funny. I gotta put my... our full name. Yeah, or you can use Dennis Black and Asian, but I guess that is kind of your Wu-Tang Clan name, right? Hmm. Spokesperson Small. What? Uh, That's a weird one. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. <clears throat> if I type just my last initial instead of my full last name, it says Artist Ocular, which I kind of like that better. There you go. Yeah, specialist Visual for there Dennis. There you go. 
Okay, so if I put my if I put Benjamin, I get fist midnight. Okay, <laughs> but if I do Ben, I get Wanderer Golden. Okay, I like fist midnight. Fist midnight. Aren't those your your names on the your dating profiles too? <laughs> your gay dating sites. Well, the not Wanderer Golden. It's more showers, but yeah. <laughs> Robert France, my name is Stylist Ungrateful. That's mine. See, I think you probably, uh, if, if, like, they don't want to repeat names probably, right? Mm-hmm. So people can't, aren't running around with the same Wu-Tang names? Yeah. yeah. So, like, all the good names are taken now. Yeah, mine is Chilast. Chilast. Midnight. Chilast? C-H-I-L-I-A-S-T? Chilast? Chilast? What was that? C H I L I A S T. Chillist. Yes. Chillist. 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 Chillist Midnight is my other Wu Tang Clan name. <clears throat> so we're in the, the Midnight Bros. Yeah, we're the Midnight Bros. The, the two whitest men you will ever meet. Yep. We come to your house and jerk you off while you sleep. <laughs> it rhymed. The, the Midnight Bros. Phantom Strokers. <laughs> that's a real thing yeah. midnight strokers <clears throat> so yeah but anyway so like it's you know this episode is pretty uh pretty the only thing i didn't uh, like that much about the episode kind of is the emotional arc that jake goes through like mm-hmm. it's one of those things where they can't um kind of show the passage of time real well yeah mm-hmm and so like it feels like it happened in like two hours yeah Yeah. like everything he goes through is like man there's no way anybody goes through that in that amount of time (laughs) kind of realize that thing over the course of a couple days yeah because they said it was gonna take what like four days to get the next ship there or something yeah it does tell you that he does crack up pretty pretty yeah he goes from looking at uh, like the other medics as heroes to judging them for being so normal in this you know, the state of war like that, like it happened so quickly. Well, I, I, I still love the whole thing when, uh, uh, was it Bashir was going to, he's making the joke about making the incision on the, uh, the chicken. Yeah. And Jake, you know, it makes him sick to his stomach. So he has to run out of the room and it cuts to the other uh, medics at their table with, you know, Francis is sitting there with the other two. <sighs> and the one person is like first day and the other one's like, yeah. And Francis is like, pass the salt. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a that's that's a very tropey you know yeah. doctor uh-huh. medic type of thing yeah yeah but uh I, not, I, I, at some point. I thought the background characters were great in this uh from a technical standpoint i love that they're wearing uh bloody uh or gear like smocks or oh, smocks. are they what do you call it the uh <laughs> <laughs> and gloves <laughs> Because they didn't have the uh, sterilization fields. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's still my favorite joke in any movie ever. OR scrubs. OR they? What is that from? It's from uh, Rushmore. Okay, yeah. I, I haven't seen the movie, but that's in the, in the commercial. Yeah, it's in the commercial. I, every, it's in the commercial, and every time I see it, I still laugh hysterically. <laughs> nice nurse's uniform guy. These are OR scrubs. OR they? <laughs> <laughs> And then Bill Murray's taking a sip of his drink and he... (laughs) 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 Now i got to watch it. (sighs) I'm having a lot of trouble getting into that. Not trouble, but just... 
I've the guy who makes those movies. Yeah, Wes Anderson, he's great. I mean, all of his yeah, movies are kind I, of. I, I kind of like his movies, but at the same time, you know, like the ones that I've watched from Jenny, I was like, okay, that was actually pretty. Cool. <laughs> I love fucking Wes Anderson. But it's then just, it's just like I tedious. I don't oh, shut I don't up go out of my way to watch them, but then when I do, like the 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 one that he made fun of Jacques Cousteau. The Life yeah. Aquatic. That was my favorite one. Yeah. Oh my god, I, I I really enjoyed that. But and I'm like, well, did I enjoy it because I was a huge Jacques Cousteau fan, or when I was a kid, or what? I, I, don't I just know. need to point out that when Bob said he loves Wes Anderson, all of the non cis white males were like, kicked out of club. Look, man. All I'm saying is that I like Wes Anderson. I like. I really, I like Bottle Rocket was his first film and Bottle Rocket was okay. Um, Rushmore was his second film and Rushmore was fucking great. Uh, what's the third one? Uh, the Royal Tenenbaums is fantastic. Nope, nothing. All right, fine. Fuck you guys. I've seen it. I, I wasn't that impressed with it. I'm I, sorry. There's I a great it. SNL sketch about, it's like a Halloween movie, a Wes Anderson Halloween movie. <laughs> really? On, like The Murderers Next Door or something like that. <laughs> And uh, starring Owen Wilson. <laughs> like it's, it's I keep trying funny. to watch his movies. Like I'm just hoping that one day I'm gonna find one that I I kind of like. And I think uh, Life Aquatic has been my favorite one so far. I re- what what about the Hotel you One was rough to watch. I don't think I saw that one. Like everything's so kitschy. It's like why does it have to? Everything have to be something, you know? That's his style. I know. It, I, 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 it's not for me then. Yeah. I recommend you, you, like you check Wes Anderson on. Uh, was it uh, the the uh, the Paul <clears throat> guy, the Seth MacFarlane's? Uh, yeah, fuck that guy. So what's the what's the cartoon he does? The Family Guy. Uh, the the stupid one that I don't watch. Yeah, do do a YouTube search for the Family Westerner now. You got to start watching it. Now, nah, fuck that. <laughs> I'll move. No, Seth MacFarlane's gay. So it's oh, right. I didn't realize he did Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, that was good too. Really? Did you see? I heard Life of Dogs was awesome. I never got around to seeing that one. And then, um, what's it called was really good. Um, Midnight. What is the one about the two kids? Moonrise um, Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom was so cute. I, I had mixed feelings. I wanted to like it. That's the, the thing I have with all of his movies. I want to like them more than I actually do. Like, it okay. looks good. And then I watch it and I'm like, mmm. And I love the, the only one that I've seen all the way through is that hotel, um, Buda, Grand Budapest hotel, yeah. or whatever one, which the story is actually pretty good. I like the story, but the way the storytelling style is just not for me. I want to see the one, the Darjean Unlimited, because um, I like all four of the actors in that. Like it's what Jason Schwartzman, Adrian Brody, Owen Wilson, and what's her face, Natalie Portman. Like See, that's that was it. like with the Royal Tannenbaums, the biggest draw of that for me, even though I'm like, I'm really not a fan of the, of the movie. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman and Angelica Houston. How Danny Glover's fucking great in that movie. Yeah. Like people sleep on Danny Glover being in that, but that shit's great. Like, does he want to talk jive to me? <laughs> Royals talking shit to him? But I, I can't watch uh, anything with Owen Wilson and take it too seriously because that fucking knows. Not even the one where he's the Navy pilot who goes down in Serbia. Oh, guys. <laughs> and Gene, ha- Gene Hackman is in that one, too. Gene Hackman yeah. is in that one, yeah. But his, and I, I enjoyed the movie, but it just every really? time I see him, I'm just like, 
<laughs> Dennis is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay, so uh, there's a, a Vietnam movie where Gene Hackman is the pilot that gets shot down behind enemy lines, right? Is it so Flight of the Intruder or something like that? Uh, no, Flight of the Concords, I believe it's And called. so when he, uh, <laughs> the way he sends his coded messages when he's got a radio back unencrypted is he's uh, naming off holes of golf courses. Oh, I thought he saw uh, a girl's at his bag. Using the uh, golf course uh, pars as uh, – you know that the guys all played at and the so they know, yeah so the they were able to that one. so he's the pilot and so for me watching that when i was a kid and now he's the old admiral <clears> and <throat> trying to get this guy out from behind enemy lines so that that added something and then the fact that there was the whole involvement with nato and i was at a nato command for a long time so anyway so long story short ben long story even longer late. the first Wrap it up the first movie I ever saw uh, Owen Wilson in was that uh, the the horror movie he was in when they uh, like some hot in house thing. Uh huh. And so like everybody's getting murdered as they go through the stuff. Hey, so I'm, I'm I'm watching it and I see his nose and I'm like, oh, that's so lame. They thirteen ghosts, right? This, this, yeah, this, he's not has, this has to wear the prosthetic nose because at some point something horrible is going to happen to his nose. But in order to to maintain the effect, they've got to have the fake nose on in the whole movie. So then later in the movie, when it explodes, it's not going to seem so obvious. Except it didn't happen because it wasn't a prosthetic nose. It's his yeah. real fucking nose. And and then it was just like, it'd be like uh, nothing but trouble, where it like he just pulls off his nose. <laughs> that that is um, Dan Aykroyd. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that was the and I. I was very uncomfortable when we watched that movie with kids and, and that dick nose on the screen all the time. It was what, nothing like, but trouble? Yeah. Yeah, and people so didn't care about stuff the like that. kids are at the house yeah. watching it, and I'm like, that nose looks uncomfortably like a dick. So Maybe Chase is in that movie. Mm-hmm. That's a fantastic movie. It is. I don't care what anybody says. I'm not dis- – hey, I didn't disagree with you. you uh, Dan what, Ackerich, um, Chevy Chase – Digital, Digital Underground. Underground shows up in that one. Yeah, that's a great film. Tupac is in it and shit. Uh-huh. That's when he was just a dancer. What? Yeah. Yeah. My like, feet are so cold. I'm fucking, I'm sitting in my basement. I'm freezing my ass off down here. I turned, I turned the heat on and put on a t-shirt under my pajamas. That's how cold I was. I let you boy. My house was like 68 degrees when I got home. It was freezing. Terrible. Just freezing fucking. Well, I count on my neighbors, like last year or last winter, um, I didn't have to actually turn on my heat most of the time because the neighbors kept their heat on. Good for them. And so between the people next door and the people downstairs, it was nice and toasty. They've done fucked it up. You'd just bang on the door and be like, turn on your heat, motherfuckers. (laughs) I'm freezing in here. It's like, why can't y'all do some heat? Why can't y'all talk dirty to me? <laughs> Why can't y'all talk to me like a, a grizzled old Starfleet veteran who needs to be medevaced out, but he's gonna die looking at the sky? I don't wanna. I don't wanna die looking at no dirt in my face. I wanna die looking at the stars. You think making me feel me better is gonna bring back your friend? You punk I mean, bitch! <laughs> I thought that was a great, uh, you know, bookend where we see the guy who's this, you know, the coward who freaked out under fire and, and shot himself in the foot so he could come off the front line. And then here's this other guy that basically stayed behind, 
this dude, if, if he was U.S. military, he'd probably be up for a Medal of Honor or something because, like, to evacuate his platoon and then he stays behind fighting off the Klingons single-handedly to, to get his guys out of there. So you see one, you know, just, you know, complete, you know, I don't know, punk, and then the other one is like this, this grizzled manly man. And it's pretty impressive. It is. Dennis left because he was so, so tired of us. He's like, yeah. he actually quit the podcast halfway through. Yeah. Never had that happen before. Fuck that well, guy. Well, see, I'm, I'm just very concerned that you have said halfway through. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, Jesus. because hey, I got to go too. This is like, how <laughs> On the on the, the, the Bob France uh, Labor Day Marathon. All right, so, all right, so let's talk about the episode then. How did it go for you? How did you feel about it? <clears throat> uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're leaving. No, I'm not leaving. God damn it. Oh, no, you are. Why? Don't say that about Jenny. Um, okay, so this is kind of a tricky one for me because, like, I feel like it was a really good episode. It was, like, it had some problems with, like, the pacing, the time passing or whatever, but it was a good episode. Like, I watched it two weeks ago. I only half watched it two weeks ago, and I watched it again today, and I remember most of it. Like, usually I forget, like, mm -hmm. within hours. That's why I watch it right before we do the episode. <laughs> um, but I remember like most of it. So like, I recognize that it was a good episode, but I don't think it's going to go down as like one of my favorites, you know, um, seven and a half. All right. I'm okay. not, you know what? I think I'm going to agree with Jenny on that one. Like mm -hmm. when I first saw the intro to this, I was like, Oh God, who knows what this shit's going to be about? Like this, this could go two ways. This could be kind of disastrous or just okay. And it was, a really good episode like it the horrors of war and you know the emotional kind of like jake being all very much uh this is boring and blah 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 to be in you know to be thrown in the middle of the shit i i thought it was great mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna say a seven okay i you know the the thing with the, the the battlefield when jake you know after he's ran for a while and now he stumbles into the battlefield and there's that was dead, great. Dead Klingons, uh -huh. and there's like a Federation dude laid out with a bat lift, like stabbed into his fucking chest, just sticking straight up out of him, and it's just like holy shit. Yeah, dude. And you know the 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 young medic who's like, oh yeah, Klingons love a ground war, you know. And yeah. They, they kill the the wounded so they can have an honorable death and shit like that. And it's like, oh my god, these guys fight dirty. But yeah, the pacing was was a problem. But I I really liked seeing the the thing that they always say about the Federation is once you strip away you know the happy society where everything is plentiful and and nothing's uh -huh. ever wrong. When you take that away, how they react to it, and like the one guy just you know this enlightened human from the future is now just you know complete coward who who ran from war. But then you have the others who do the self-sacrifice like uh -huh. we discussed. But then here's Jake, you know, son of the commander, grew up around Starfleet his entire life. And he just completely, you know, freaks the fuck out. Uh -huh. So, and I think, I mean, you know, and now like I'm, I'm putting like deep layers in this in my head where I'm like, well, you know, he was at the Battle of Wolf 359 when he was a little kid. So, I mean, that shit's got to be in a kid's head if you're in a PTSD. Yeah, and he was definitely acting like it with the, the whole, you know, when the medics are joking, oh, yeah, Klingon, I just cut your throat. And he's just like, don't fucking joke about this. Serious. Yeah, no, I mean, it was good, and, dude. Like, 
I think oh, yeah. he showed some good range too. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. I, I think the actor, I mean, he's, here's the thing that got me though, as, as after I watched the episode and then I always, you know, flip it back to the, the home screen on Netflix and it shows like the title cards <laughs> or whatever. And the title card that they had this time for deep space nine was the, uh, the cast photo from like first season. Uh huh. And so yeah. Jake, <laughs> Jake's Jake, like, yeah, little kid. And I'm like, Oh my God, he's, he's, you know, he's, he's all grown up and now he's in the middle of this fucking war. And it's like, Holy shit. What would I do if that was my kid? And you, yeah, I got to think that the fucking Cisco's out of his mind, you know, try, you know, it's like, I don't care how fast the ship goes, go 10% faster. I yeah. Guess, kid, you know, and then you're, you're going to strangle Bashir because you're like, you took my fucking kid to a war. What the fuck? <laughs> So yeah, seven and a half for me too. Uh-huh. I, I it, it was it was a great uh, I don't know escalation, and I uh-huh. you know we've got more episodes coming that are this war is going to be a dirty war. I think this was like one of the the only episodes where I felt like there was a lot of a uh, human connection with the battles mm-hmm. going on. Like when you see two ships shooting at each other, it's like they're just models they're just that's a really yeah. good point um and you, but in this one you see like actual people like getting blown up and it looks like it looks like a war that we would have on earth or something like yeah, it doesn't that's... look sci-fi so i think that's where like the the connection comes in for me yeah because there was like blood and yeah. and it wasn't just like you know blaster fire and somebody's got a burn on their chest like these doctors are covered in blood and they've got bloody smocks on mm-hmm. and stuff like it feels very, very realistic. And I, I mean, since they're doing all these new shows for Star Trek, shit, man, I'm do a space doctor show. That shit would be hot. Yeah, space bash. Oh, I would watch that. You know? I, space I still Law think and Order. Space Mash and Space Law and Order. Those are, the, those are the two Star Trek. I mean, they're making sitcoms and they're making all this. No, what they need to focus on, Space Mash, Space Law and Order. I couldn't agree with you more. All right, well, that's the show, everybody. Um, thank you for listening. I know we kind of went off on many, many different directions, as we tend to do from time to time on this podcast. But that's part of the fun, I guess, mm-hmm. if you're into it. <laughs> Somebody here, must be. Everybody's if, listening to the show. If you come here wanting Star Trek talk, you're in the wrong fucking place. And I'm really sorry about that. But that's your own fault for still listening. Um, but yeah, man. So thank you very much for listening. Um, we will get back to you guys next week. And uh, yeah, adios. I don't understand.